Welcome to the HR on the Offensive podcast, brought to you by Lace Partners. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the latest HR on the Offensive Podcast. It's me, Chris Howard from Lace Partners, but not as you know me. This is a, what I'm going to call an unstructured podcast. The reason it's unstructured is because it's going to be the first podcast I've ever done outside. That's the first one. There's a bit of sunshine. It's sunny. That's the uh, dulcet tones of Liz Bailey, change manager here at Lace Partners, right? Yep. Hello, everybody. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. So I'm going to let you in. Listen, I'm going to let you in behind the curtain, behind the podcast (laughs) curtain, so to speak. Normally, what we do is we record these podcasts normally in a good sort of soundproof environment. And we have a few questions that we tend to have a a rough structure on but what we try to do with these podcasts is turn them into more like a as if you're in the pub having a chat about a particular subject relating to HR change management culture DNI you know all the types of things that you would have if you're a regular listener have heard us saying on the podcast however I had a conversation with the wonderful Liz who sat next to me right now we had this conversation a few weeks ago and it was based on an article request that we had and it was such an interesting one we didn't actually decide to press ahead with the article But I said to Liz, let's sit down and have a chat about it. And often when we write our blogs or other pieces of content, we will just record them so we can then refer back to when we're writing pieces. But I just grabbed Liz and I said, let's turn this into the most unstructured (laughs) and random podcast anyway. So we don't actually have any questions. So it's probably going to be Liz asking as much questions as me do, (laughs) rambling. But we'll see if it works. Maybe this gets released. Maybe this gets released as a slightly different podcast. Maybe it doesn't. But if it does get released and you're listening to this on the HR and the Offensive podcast, then this will be one of the most unstructured ones. But anyway, that's about four minutes of me waffling, trying to get my excuses in in case this doesn't work, in case the trains overhead, I mean, the sounds are so terrible but Liz we titled this love dot 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 is it though what's the concept behind why we decided to call it that yeah so this is this comes from as Chris said this comes from when we uh, had a request in for an article and the article was about when there is a lull at the end of the day so after work now we're hybrid working or working from home does that mean that the lull isn't after work now that the lull is actually during the day and impacting people's productivity and my reaction was lull <laughs> there's no such thing so if you're anything like me and you're juggling kids or actually you've just got a load of life actually outside of work or life admin or lots going on then there is no lull in your day it's not about a lull so the fact that it was even called that I think mm. made me kind of react I guess but then it got me thinking about the fact that actually what we're talking about here is energy levels. So it got me thinking, didn't it, Chris, about the fact that time management is a thing of the past, so old school. And actually what now happens, I think, maybe always did, but I think more so now than ever, it's about energy management. So then it got me... I 
went into one, didn't I, Chris, about the fact that this is energy levels are different for everybody. And actually, it's quite a personal thing to be able to manage your energy levels. But what an amazing opportunity that we've got now with working from home and hybrid working if, and this goes back to company culture, which is one of our favourite subjects, if you work for a company who is open to the concept that we all work differently at different times of the day and Mm -hmm. have a different focus, so we may be really focused at certain points in the day, which lend itself to creativity and innovation. And then we have what I think was previously described as a lull, I would say maybe lower energy and how that then plays out in terms of your productivity at work. Can I just, I'm going to jump in. Yeah. I'm going to play the devil's advocate mm-hmm. and let's have, because we never really disagree on this podcast. Let's do some disagreeing. No, let's have disagree a little bit. Sometimes, but not on the podcast. Not on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Not when it's recorded. No. I actually think there is a lull. Okay. But the lull, I'll talk about me personally mm. from my experience. So I am an early riser. I get up normally six, half past six. I go for a run in the morning. Sometimes I start work about half seven, sometimes eight o'clock, blah, 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 blah. But by the time I get to four, half past four, I can still do work. But maybe this goes back to your point. But my lull, lull, I call it a lull. My yeah. lull is... Well, I guess it's not really a lull. It's just I've reached the peak at the end of the day and yeah. my energy levels have just been sat. So that's the first thing I want, yeah, I want you to okay. come back to. Yeah, the second question yeah. is introverts versus extroverts. Yeah. If you are an extrovert and you draw your energy from mm. other people, then an entire day full of meetings, you're just getting pumped. pumped but yeah. An entire day full of meetings when you're an introvert and you're just getting drained. So maybe your love, if yeah. there is that, or your energy, yeah. totally different. So you could have the same two people in the same meetings and two totally different productivity outputs. So yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go. There's Someone hit me. Amazing thoughts. So would you call it a lull though? So it's lower energy, but what do you do during that time? So let me tell you from my perspective, when I have, so I know when I'm on fire and I'm high energy, often going back to your point, I'm more on the extrovert side of things. So if I'm around people and I can feel the energy pumping, then that works for me. Right. But on my lulls, when I recognize that it's a low energy point, I don't just sit around. That's not mm. what I do. What I, I know what I can do during those periods of time. So it's a refocus of the energy that I have. So, for example, I might do some like life admin or something, you know. So I'm not doing anything creative, anything that takes a huge amount of brain power. So my question to you is, do you sit around then on the couch no. doing nothing? What do you do with your lull? You're absolutely right, actually. What I tend to find, and that normally happens to me during the middle of the day, is that's when I book my time when I go for a run. So I step away and I go for an hour run when I get back to my desk I guess all of those endorphins all of the kind of the energy that you get from exercise are now pumping through my system and then I'm ready to sit down I'm like right what's the sometimes it's what's the most boring task let's get that one done first and work backwards from there exactly so you choose how you focus where your energy's at right Mm. and that's actually that's what we're talking about here we're not talking about time management we're talking about energy management so I love that what would you have done back in the old day nine to five in the office probably maxed out on meetings would you have just got through that period of low energy and probably not been as productive a hundred percent and in fact i not so much lace because of the way that we operate but in other businesses where it's been you're chained to your desk yeah i've been in like half past four meetings and i would say probably i've only listened to about 50 percent. this is really terrible because when you're in meetings you should always really just be fully focused but sometimes 
spent a long day, maybe had a big, nice big lunch, went mm. out with a client or something, and then it's half past four in the afternoon and you're in a serious meeting talking about some sort of strategy or something and you just, your brain's not there. Yes, yeah, so you're and not, I think not managing your energy levels along yeah. to... Here's a question, yeah. going off piece a little yeah. bit, but do you think that the modern world of work and this hybrid sort of culture that we're living in has enabled people to accept that as human beings, we can't be switched on all of the time? And therefore, you know, the fact that I'm even admitting this on a podcast, oh, yeah, I've got to half past four or five o'clock and, you know, I've had a whole day of work and it's been a busy day and, you know, I got in at eight and all of that sort of stuff. Mm. So I, I wasn't my full self I wasn't able to give my full self to that meeting but you're empowered to say that this goes back again and I keep linking it back to the culture that you work in so I would say there are not you know not every organization every business would have a culture where that's okay right so you feel safe to be able to say that because it's the situ- it's the culture that we've created and actually it's so much better for productivity for innovation for creativity one of the things I think is quite interesting around what you said there though so I think one of the challenges because this isn't all perfect by the way so it's mm-hmm exciting but it's not all perfect so one of the yeah things, sorry since yeah. and we're not perfect like i, I know <laughs> yeah. at late, you know we're talking about oh you know lace we're amazing and we love working at lace and stuff but let's not paint the picture that mm. we get it 100 percent right all the time so if you're listening to this and just rolling your eyes going here they go again about well fantastic yes oh, no, no. we love working here but there are there's always challenges i didn't leave until there, so. last night yeah wow. all right don't start <laughs> So this is the thing, though. So here comes the challenge. Yeah. Right. If everyone, because we're all individuals, right? So our energy levels is very individual to us. It goes back to what you're talking about. It's the extrovert versus introvert, where you get your energy from. But not just that. If we, so how do we align our energy? So we work collaboratively, right? We're working together quite a lot of the time. We're either working as individuals, of course, but actually quite a lot of the time we're working on a team with something. What happens if the people in that team so you need to be in a meeting you're not going to get a room full of people that have got the same energy levels right so what how does that work how does the day not get completely fragmented yeah so one of the interesting things i think is around what i call passing the creative baton yeah so something i've noticed that we've been doing at work recently is when someone's in a high energy state and they're working on something with you they take the baton and they work on something and then it gets handed over to you to refine to work on to add at a time that suits you so rather than getting everyone in a room and kind of force forcing creativity there's a different way that works around the energy levels of Mm. people and it's i've seen it work really well yeah do you need to i've just written this down so maybe we can explore this but is there something that businesses and companies and teams need to do more to almost maybe it's almost like a laying down of the land this is the person that i am and this is when i work best and then people who can understand that well yeah no it's more about um so the best way for me to describe it is that at lace partners we all have this thing when you join the company you have almost like a a cheat sheet (laughs) we create for ourselves which is how do i work manual don't yeah it's like a manual manual. operating (laughs) manual for ourselves it's like yeah it's like so uh aaron our founder for example would be like if you phone me up and try and get through through to my voicemail you will 
fail because I don't operate like yeah. that. Some people operate better on WhatsApp or whatever it is. So I guess going back to my original point, is it important that teams and businesses spend more time understanding that operating manual? So I think I'd take it one step further back, which is I think that people need to be supported, encouraged to understand themselves. Because actually the first thing of this is reflecting on your own energy levels, how you work best, what charges you, what depletes you of energy. So the first thing we need to encourage is for people to do that before they then share it. Yeah. But I think there's, I think actually it's much more important around what you were talking about, which is where people feel empowered and safe to be themselves. And part of being yourself isn't just, you know, this is my personality, this is how I work, the, the kind of operating manual, manual is as much about this is this is when I'm on fire. This is, you'll find me on fire. And it's not, by the way, this isn't just every day's the same. So I think there has to be recognition because there, do you know what the things around energy, right? So it's mind, it emotions, it's spirit, it's physical. So many things impact our, our energies. That isn't the same every day. It's situational. It's what's going on in people's lives is equally as important as well. So it doesn't isn't necessarily the hour of the day. It is what's going on for you that week or that month. And I think that that's it's important. I think for that to be recognised in terms of how we support each other at work and leaders support their teams. The first thing I've then just thought is how on earth can a business truly legislate for all of those factors that you've just mentioned? I don't think a business can, but I guess what you're you'll probably tell me is it's about communication and yeah. it's about a business being transparent enough to say we want you to communicate with this and we will use this information properly so that yeah. we know that when you've got your downtime or when you're not your 100% self somebody else will pick up the creative battle yeah. or whatever it is exactly it's tr it's a trust thing isn't it at the end of the day as much as anything but also so it's communication it's trust but also it is i think it's something about the fact that actually if you don't work like that then it really does impact. I think you see that you have to you have to invest almost in that kind of open working to get the productivity and the innovation, the creativity, and then trust that the people know themselves and are working well as a team. Okay, what else did we uh, what else yeah, did we so, have on our list? Again, once again, just to reiterate a few caveats, lovely listener, we are coming to you live from next to, it's near Waterloo, and it's next to a massive train station. And so if you're hearing noises of cars and that sort of stuff, we apologise. Normally, the production quality of the HR on the Offensive podcast <laughs> is a lot better than this. Clinging. But this is, yeah, clinking <laughs> of glasses. This is the unstructured pod. Uh, maybe we'll do more of them, depending on what feedback we get. But anyway, that's my filler, Liz. What, I'm going to um, be really offended. Yeah. Did you know that? What other things did you kind of think about when we were asked this sort of question? Was there anything you had down in your notes that, oh, this might be worth picking up? Yeah, so I think, I mean, we had a really interesting chat yesterday, which will probably have been gone out already, but around psychological safety. Mm. And there's more to it. So I actually think that having a greater sense of control in regards to and uh, not time management, energy management, mm. where you focus your time and how you manage your day, especially with the hybrid and the, the working from home, is that actually having a greater sense of control is a human need and is linked directly to engagement and fulfillment. And so we're talking, it's not just the well-being side of things, but it's also about getting the best out of people. So there is that aspect to this as well. And then I think... Just on that, actually, can I just... Yes. Is there an element of accepting in yourself, like my energy levels, like today, it's not good. And so rather than beating myself up and, and this, again, I need to do this sometimes because maybe it's just the environment that I've grown up in you know, if it's five o'clock and I'm like, oh, I'm not my 100% best today, sometimes maybe it's best to just say, 
call it quits. Yep. And then this thing that unless I mean, if you've got a deadline that's six o'clock, then obviously sometimes right. you've got to power through. Yeah. But like for me, maybe it's an element of saying today's not been one of those good energy days, but tomorrow I'm going to be on it and I'm going to pick this up tomorrow. And maybe when you do that, suddenly you have a new lease of life and you can be much more productive in your outputs that you deliver. 100%. So you you may take twice as long to do something if you kind of drag yourself through it and the mm-hmm. output's not going to be as high quality as if you recognise it, put it down, go and recharge in whatever way you do and then you get back to it. So there's that. I don't know about you either, but have you ever done that thing where you completely run out of creativity or ideas oh, yes. or run out of steam? You sleep on it. And actually wake up in the morning and it's kind of worked overnight as well. So this is the thing as well. So there is something about a fresh day, fresh look. But the other thing I want to talk to you about, so it's it's an absolute given that no one is supersonic enough to be high energy. I think you mentioned it at the beginning, the whole way through the day. But really interestingly, so one of our colleagues, Debbie and I, we we had a session where we were needing to be creative earlier on. And we both sat there and acknowledged that neither of us were actually it's not happening, that's, today. Not happening, not happening today. today. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's really important because that goes back to the fact that actually, if so, one, there's self awareness, two, there's the ability to share, and three, we've parked it, focused on something else which didn't require that level of kind of creative energy or the high energy level. And we will get back together again. And I'm guaranteed, absolute guarantee you, that we will slam dunk it when we do because it'll be the so would you say you had a lull yesterday <laughs> no, when uh, thought, when you had no, that creative would you say you had a creative lull <laughs> no should i tell you what it is i do not buy into the lull should i tell you why because for me lulls are definitely what it's not doesn't mean low energy lull for me means that you kind of stopped doing anything and that's not what we're talking about here what we're talking about here is recognizing your energy and where the focus where it is best focused given its level or even it's not even the level it's the type of energy as well you know so i think that i just i'm not a mad you might have picked up i'm not a mad fan of the word lull no no it has very negative connotations as well doesn't it but okay right anything else that kind of you've just had a think about though when we were prepping for this that you think might be worth because we sort of waffled on for 20 minutes our lovely listeners and again if this does make the uh, edit if it gets past producer brandon and his uh, very stringent protocols around sound and other things then fabulous uh, if not then nobody's ever going to hear this anyway so uh, we'll just turn <laughs> it into a blog so it's fine. yeah no but anything else that we that's worth picking out or anything that you thought actually no, this might be worth talking about i think the only thing that i would finish on actually is just the fact that there's schools of thoughts that really are around you know they're quite strict around how you ensure you've got energy and how you manage it and I think there is obviously a lot around that the way you eat the way you sleep and there's so many kind of physiological factors that impact your energy but I also think we need to recognize that every day is different there's so many factors involved and the most important thing is just to be able to give yourself the space to know yourself and to be in the moment and to have your finger on the pulse in terms of how you're feeling and then have the I guess the flexibility and trust in yourself to be able to focus where you need to. Yep, I think the knowing yourself thing is really important. Yeah. And I think there's a lot more emphasis in the last two to three years. I think there's a lot more recognition and emphasis amongst people just mm. because of like various of uh, 
environments that we've all been put through. I don't want to use the the P word, the pandemic. I'm going to use it anyway. But there we go. Uh, Yeah, COVID or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, we don't want to invoke those words because it's all getting a bit boring now. But I think what it has done is a lot of people have had a little bit more introspection. Yeah. And I think actually it's because of that, it's also businesses, leaders have also had a lot of introspection Mm. as well. And more organisations are starting to say, okay, well, what can we do? And, And they're not looking at this just as a, Oh, we're, we're, we all want to be fluffy and lovely. They're actually no. looking at this and recognising, wow, the productivity mm. side of this goes through Thanks. the roof. So recognising those energy levels, recognising let's get people when they're at their best, I think yeah. is really important. And the best way to do that is to role model it yeah. as a leader, for sure. Cool. Well, thank you very much for listening. Assuming you did listen, again, caveating aside, it's been really nice chatting with yeah, you today, Liz, and going through it's this. It's given me this lots, yes, lots of energy. Yes, lots of energy. Of course, as always, I'll finish off today's pod by saying thank you very much to, uh, to Liz. Thank you. Thank you very much from me. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. It goes out on all of the usual channels every single Thursday. Please, if you liked it, please reach out to us, either myself, chris at lacepartners.co.uk or liz, liz.bailey at yep. lacepartners.co.uk. I don't know why I had to say that so well. <laughs> there we go. Everyone's uh, got it. Maybe, maybe it's towards the end of the day and I'm having a lull. <laughs> no, not having a lull. My energy levels are just a bit smaller. But thank you very much for uh, listening in. We hope you enjoyed it and hopefully we'll see you next time on the HR on the Offensive Podcast. Bye-bye.